we have countless ways to connect with each other. We live in a really hyper-connected digital world. We have platforms like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. All of those are bringing us closer to over 3.6 billion people. LinkedIn on its own provides a network of more than 774 million users across 200 countries. And I mean, we can't forget things like dating apps, Tinder and Bumble. Did you know that those have transformed? Remember, used to be a dating coach. Those have transformed the lives of over 50 million, 50 million users. And of course, we have things like in-person networking events, parties, meetups, real-life gatherings. But here's a question that I have at the end of it all. Are we actually truly connecting? We are connected, but are we actually truly connecting? There is no doubt social media lets us have thousands of quote-unquote connections, thousands of quote-unquote friends, but few of those connections result in what I would call meaningful relationships. So our connections might be numerous, but they definitely lack, I don't know, I'll call it emotional investment. I was doing research for a talk the other day, and I found a study by Cigna, and I was really surprised by it while also not being surprised by it. And this study said that nearly half of all Americans, half, feel alone. Just feel lonely, feel alone, despite being more connected than ever. It's like we have all of these opportunities to be connected, but you know how I always say like so many people want to go wide instead of deep? It's like that's what we're doing. We're trying to like, it's like we're trying to swim across an ocean by swimming side to side instead of just like getting to the other side. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Having a good number of connections, it's not bad at all. In fact, the more connections that we have, then the more likely we are to encounter diverse perspectives. Because the more connections we have, the higher the likelihood that we'll start connecting outside of our normal outside of our geographic area, outside of our culture, outside of our religion, outside of our background, outside of our dot, dot, dot. So having numerous connections really makes sure that we will encounter diverse perspectives, we'll encounter different opportunities, and we will come across more resources than we normally would. But I think we can all agree. And I know that this is true from the audiences that I've spoken to, the connections that I'm making, the clients that I have. People today they're just tired. They're tired of feeling lonely, even when they're surrounded by so many people. They're surrounded by so many people. They're standing in rooms with people. They're connected online to so many people, but people still feel lonely and they're tired of it. It's almost like the more we're connected, the lonelier we feel. So the conversation is no longer about how many people we're connected to. And I think especially in the business world, especially in digital, especially in social media, that was the conversation for a long time. And a lot of people still try to make that the conversation. How many? How many subscribers do you have on your newsletter? How many followers do you have on Instagram? How many followers or connections do you have on LinkedIn? How many people came to attend your talk? How many people are in your Facebook group? How many people registered for your event? I don't believe that the conversation should be about how many. I don't think the questions that we should ask should necessarily be about how many people that we're connected to. But I do think we need to talk about how we are connected. 
because the focus has shifted, whether you want it to have shifted or not, from quantity to quality, because people just want deeper, more authentic relationships, even if that means their circle grows smaller. And I know it may not look like it. (laughs) I know it may not look like it when some of the loudest voices are still trying to advocate for influence through numbers. But I guarantee so many people are willing to make the trade-off of having a smaller quantity, a fewer number of subscribers on their email lists, fewer followers on their social media, fewer attendees at events. Because the goal is to have these deeper, more authentic relationships. In fact, I was going to attend a conference that isn't happening. The conference isn't happening. Why doesn't matter? I was going to attend it. It was going to be happening in just a couple of weeks. And there was a town hall that was put together to say, hey, like this didn't sell the way we thought it was going to sell. It didn't get the registrations we really wanted to have. So why? Like what's going on? And as I listened to that town hall, most people said, we're kind of over big, large events. Now, do I believe big, large events, like big, large conferences are going away? No, no, I do not. But I believe, and this is going to be a conversation for another day, guys, how we structure events needs to account for this. But overall, people are saying, I want a smaller, more connected experience. I want to really know the people that I'm at this event with. I want to have an opportunity to have discussions with them and to connect with them numerous times over and over. I'd like to know the majority of the attendees. I want to be able to attend almost everything that's going on. Now, that's just about events that I'm talking about. But this is a feeling that people are having overall. They are willing to trade off a large-scale whatever large-scale subscriber list, large following number, large attendee number, because or fellow participant number, I could keep going on and on, because they want to feel connected. And that happens for them in smaller, fewer, fewer quantity, fewer dot, dot, dot. So I see this with my clients when they talk to me, when they talk to me about their audiences and their communities, even with their own clients. They say, I want more. I want more, Rita. And I I try to get them to vocalize, like, what do you really want more of? What do you want more of? And what do you want less of? Let's get very clear about what you're calling in. And they try to vocalize what they want by saying things like, I want more engagement. I want more ideal clients. I want more readers of my newsletter. But at the end of the day, what they're really looking for are these deeper, more connected relationships with their clients and their audience and their community, because it's by having those deeper, more connected relationships that they're going to get more engagement, that they're going to call in more ideal clients, that they're going to have more readers of their newsletter. Now, in past episodes, I detailed the difference between an audience and a community because there is a difference. But we're really, for this episode, kind of looking overall. What are people looking for when it comes to connections, period? Whether that's within a community, whether that's between two people, whether that's between a person and a business, 
What are people looking for? What kinds of connections? So here's something really interesting. So many of you know that I go around, I give keynotes, and I speak on the topics of connection and community building. So as part of that, I'm always doing research. I'm always learning the most interesting statistics. And what I found recently, and to put this in context, the start of this was research around millennials, Gen Z, different generations in terms of what they're looking for in their professional employment. But as the studies have expanded, they found that this is true across the board. So millennials and Gen Z, what they really want, what they prioritize more than anything is authenticity. They want interactions to be authentic and genuine, period. (laughs) They don't care if that's happening within a community, if that's just professionally, like one-on-one, if that's between them and a business, if it's online, if it's offline, if it's personal, if it's professional, they want interactions, number one, more than anything else, to be authentic and to be genuine. That's what they're looking for as kind of the definition of a true, meaningful relationship. Is everybody involved in that situation being authentic and being genuine? And that's what they're looking for more than anything else. Now, boomers and what they call the silent generation, they are looking for connections that provide real emotional support and companionship. So they want that feeling of connectedness in we're in this together. We are supporting each other emotionally. We are supporting each other through something. They want to feel that kind of connection, which can be authentic and genuine. In fact, it should be authentic and genuine but is slightly different. So millennials and Gen Z prioritizing authenticity and genuineness. You be you. Are you being your genuine, authentic self? Are you sharing your points of view? Are you showing up as who you are? Whereas boomers, silent generation, probably other, you know, high, is it high level, high level millennials? Because I think millennials are kind of split. But anyway, (laughs) they're looking for companionship. We're in this together. Let's support each other emotionally. And I tell you this because as a business owner, especially as a solo entrepreneur, it is really important that you learn the art of blending all of these things into all of your interactions with your audiences, your people, your community. You have to be genuine. You have to be authentic. Your content, your programs, your services, everything, all of your touch points. They have to provide more than just information and education, more than statistics, more than solution, more than tips. You have to provide deep support, deep support on a real emotional level and a type of connectedness that allows for a mutual feeling of truly knowing each other, that you know me and I know you. But how do we do that? How do we artfully blend all of this stuff? How do we check all of these boxes in a way that supports all of our goals, the goals of having an engaged audience or community, of building our business, of feeling an integrity and good as a business owner, but also having time for our personal lives, having a separation of business and personal? How do we do all of this? Well, that's what we're talking about on this episode of Back to Community. Success is about more than what you know or who you know. It is all about the quality of connections that you have with others. If you're ready to transform your business, elevate your influence, and fuel your financial success, then you're in the right place. 
I'm your host, Rita Goodrow, a community building expert, business strategist, and speaker who's dedicated to helping individuals, teams, and organizations build stronger connections in an increasingly disconnected world so that they unlock success and fulfillment. And for business, that translates into more creativity, more risk-taking, innovation, and increased profits. Join me weekly to discover actionable strategies, inspiring stories, and transformative insights that will help you connect deeply with your audience, your clients, and your network. Because you see, when you turn those connections into a loyal and trusting community, you will see your business grow like never before. It is time for a connection revolution because success is inevitable when you focus on building community. So let's get back to it. How is this shift, this movement, this prioritization of authenticity and emotional connection and genuineness, how is it changing events? And by events, I don't just mean conferences or things like that. I just mean, how is it changing our touch points with our people? virtually and in person. So that can cover more than a conference, more than a workshop. It can be a masterclass, a live stream video, a challenge that you're running, a virtual happy hour, a meetup, a session for a group program, even your content. In the past, right, when we were talking about how in the past the focus was on quantity, not the how are we connected, but how many people are we connected to. So in the past, let's talk about Let's talk about events. So events that people attended, whether those were virtual or in person. So networking groups or business conferences or workshops or master classes or group programs, whatever they were. In the past, people participated because they wanted two things. They wanted networking and they wanted education. And when networking, especially when networking for business, business owners were focused on, guess what, guys? As many as possible. <laughs> How many, how many, how many, more, more, more. They wanted to make as many connections as possible, working the room. There might still be people who do this. I'm sure there are. Working the room, shaking everybody's hand, giving a business card to everybody, whether that person asked for it, needed it, whatever, all doing this, like working the room, shaking hands, dropping business cards, all while spending less than, I don't know, 60 seconds with any one person. So when it came to networking, it was about, let's hit everybody in the room. We're not going to have any substantive conversation, but by golly, I'm going to have touched the hand of every single person in this room. Now, when it came to education, because remember, they were looking for networking and they were looking for education. Business owners, solo entrepreneurs, attendees of conferences, all of these events, registrations for challenges, the the viewers of Facebook Lives, whatever whatever you're classifying as an event where they went for education, they were more than happy to be passive, passive learners. So absorbing the information that they were provided, and oftentimes if it was a live thing, not even attending live, like opting for a replay over attending live, or if it was a challenge where, I don't know, you have to participate and post something every day, they would sign up for the challenge so they would get the information, but they wouldn't actually participate in the challenge or the workshop. They would take information and think, oh, I'll implement it later. They would download a lot of freebies, a lot of free resources, and say, oh, I'll read this all, but I'll do it. I'll do it later. So the education was a lot of learning, a lot of reading, but not a lot of doing, not a lot of implementation. 
and definitely without a lot of implementation right there at the event on the spot in the moment as it was happening, meaning without a lot of support while they were implementing, because that's not necessarily what they were looking for, right? They weren't looking for authenticity or genuineness. They weren't looking for emotional support and companionship in interactions, especially in interactions with business owners or even other people of a business community. They were looking for, give me the information. I need the information. I need the how. And I need a large network. I need to be connected because we hear you're you're only as valuable as your network. We hear all kinds of things, right? So that was the focus. But if you if you hop over to today, if you hop over to today, we're seeing a shift. We are seeing a shift in expectations. Again, you can kind of start seeing that when I was explaining generations and what they're looking for in connections in general. But let's look at entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs. They no longer want to just collect business cards. They don't even want to take a business card unless it makes sense. They don't even want to give a business card unless it makes sense. They don't want another drawer full, shoebox full of business cards. They don't want shallow emails that say, let's get together and talk about how we can support each other's business, right? They crave authentic, authentic, authentic engagement. I can say that again, authentic, authentic, authentic. They're craving authenticity now. Solo entrepreneurs want engagement to be real. That This is why there's still such a backlash to I don't know, like the story I shared in a previous podcast episode about messages on LinkedIn where there's no validation, there's no vetting that I'm a good person for the thing that this business is trying to sell, but they contact me and speak to me as if they've already validated and vetted that, right? And you guys can go back a couple episodes and hear me share what was in my inbox on some of, of these social media sites. But that's why the reaction is so strong. I will tell you this, many, many years ago, the reaction wasn't as anti that. The cold calling, the get to the point, it was very well received. But now it's not. And the outreach hasn't really changed that much. But what has changed is this want, this desire for meaningful interaction. So they crave authentic engagement. They want any and every opportunity for a meaningful interaction. They want their personal connections that they're making to extend beyond just being about a business transaction. It's no longer going out, networking, to pass business cards and find someone to do something for you or get a referral from someone. It's deeper than that. People are wanting those connections to be bigger than their business. Yes, yes, they're wanting to network to grow their business, but they also want everyone that they're connecting with, whether it is, I don't know, a potential collaborator or a referral partner or even a potential client, they want those people to continue to enhance their own personal growth. The benefit from connections has to be mutual now, whereas before people were okay with one-sided benefits. And to, to an extent, that can still be true. But you can see there has been a real fundamental shift in what people are looking for in connections, period. And this spills over into what it means for you as a business owner. And it definitely spills over into what it means for you 
as a solo entrepreneur. And really, it's it boils down to this, the desire for belonging. Belonging is at an all-time high. We keep talking about connections. I keep talking about connections. And I'm going to keep talking about connections. But there's something deeper. There is a desire to belong. There is a desire for belonging. There always has been, but it's at an all-time high. Your community members, they want to feel as if they belong in your community, as if they belong to be in community together with the other members and your business, but they also want that belonging to feel like it's about something bigger than your business, right? They want to feel like they belong to something bigger. Your audience wants to feel as if they belong to something bigger. Your clients want to feel as if they belong in your business and in your world, but together, that together you are flowing in and flowing out things that are impacting the world together. So all interactions across every touch point with your audience, wherever that is, social media, events, where podcast, wherever, your interactions have to be genuine and meaningful, but they have to foster that mutual understanding that mutual respect. So the days of having 50,000 Instagram, now I'm going to, obviously it's not over. There are influencers, they have 50,000 million Instagram followers. They maybe follow five, right? But those days for the most part are over. That's not the way to success. People don't want that. They don't want to be following you and feel like they know you, but you don't know them. They have a desire to feel seen and heard and understood because that's what's necessary for that mutual interaction, that mutual understanding, which creates to the feeling of belonging, which is really the type of connection that people are craving. And so this means as a solo entrepreneur, you have to create opportunities for this. You have to create opportunities for authentic engagement whether it's on social media or in your newsletter, in your podcast, on video, in person, in workshops, in masterclasses, in group sessions. Boy, do we have a lot of places, right? (laughs) Boy, do we have a lot of places to talk to each other. But you have to make sure that no matter where it is and at all the places, you are truly connecting with people. You're not just connected to them, but you are connecting with them, not just being visible, really, truly connecting with them. So interactivity that allows for that type of connection, it has to be a priority. It has to be a priority in your marketing and in your sales strategies. So think about your audience. Think about, I'm going to say audience, but it can mean community, your people. Think about your people. What are you doing in person and digitally to connect with them on a deeper level, to connect them to each other on a deeper level. At an event, let's kind of shift over to an event. At an event, you can build community before an actual event happens. So if you take that same idea and you think, well, before my challenge happens, before my masterclass happens, before the next episode of my podcast happens, before the next thing happens, how can I cultivate a sense of community in the before? Digital platforms give us an opportunity. We can create Facebook groups and spaces for an event, because I'll keep going to events, right, uh, as an example. Because I know so many of you are wanting to host your own events and do things like that, whether that's a virtual event, in person, things like that. And it's so easy to see this example in that world. 
But you can connect not only attendees of the event with each other, you can connect the host of the event with the attendees, the speakers of the event with the other speakers, with the attendees, uh, the sponsors, the vendor. You can connect everybody to everybody before the event ever even happens through all kinds of softwares and digital platforms that provide for that. And that really encourages people to engage and form connections and creates a real level of excitement. But then you have post-event too, right? And that's equally as important. You have to continue the conversations. You have to provide the opportunities for the relationships to grow, to deepen. You have to make sure that you keep that excitement about the event. You keep the implementation of what they learn. You have to extend the life. You have to extend the life of the event and reinforce all of the connections that were made so that the relationships that were formed at the event deepen. And there's like long lasting community around your event. Now I talked about event, but let's talk about your business. So how are you connecting your people all kinds of people. So yes, your followers, yes, your potential clients, but also referral partners, collaborators, at every level. How are you connecting your people to each other? And how are you allowing those connections with you, especially, but with each other, to deepen? What are you doing? So here's a great example from a newsletter point of view. I was talking with someone the other day who wanted to hop on the phone for a a session with me. And I'll tell you what, I don't do one-off sessions, except I'm going to. (laughs) I'm going to do some 20-minute free calls. It's free. These aren't paid. Um, Some 20-minute free calls with people. I'll tell you how at the end of this podcast episode. But she hopped on for a call and we were talking and we were talking about her email and she was saying, oh yeah, my email's okay. Like people open it, people read it. It's great. But like, what else can I do? And I started saying, no, 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 we're trying to swim across that ocean again, right? Instead, we want to dive down to the bottom. So what are you doing with your newsletter? How are you using it? And what we ended up talking about was how can we use the newsletter as a way to be interactive and to build a relationship with the people who are subscribed to the newsletter as opposed to how she was using it and how many people use their newsletter, which is as a source of information and education, right? One kind of one way, maybe two-way mutual because you can hit reply and write back to my newsletter. But a lot of people, it's just like, here's a topic and here's the education and here are the three points. Or it's, here's my program and I'm promoting my program, right? And it could be back and forth and a mix of that. But what if, what if you used your newsletter instead as a source of interactivity and engagement and I hate saying data collection when we're talking about like our people, but getting the information that you need to be able to build really authentic, deep relationships because it has to be mutual. You have to learn about your people. So we talked about that. And that's an example of what you need to do to create these deep connections between you and your people, number one, between you and your people, number one, but also all of your people with all of your other people. What are you doing? And then how are you, whatever these touch points are, these little sparks, how are you keeping that fire lit? So if you have a masterclass and 20 people log on to the masterclass and there's a great moment, how did you, before that ever happened, kind of create excitement but really use that as an opportunity to form relationships before the masterclass happens between you and the attendees, between the attendees 
you know, themselves. But then after the masterclass, what are you doing to keep that excitement, to keep the community, to keep the conversations, to keep the engagement between, again, them and you, but also each other going. And this is where I see so many people start looking for what else? What else? I had a masterclass, Rita, but nobody signed up for my thing. I sent a newsletter, but nobody, blah, blah, blah. Or I did this and one or two did that, but like, I want more. I want more, more, more. So Rita, how do I get? And again, we go back to more engagement, more this, more registrations, more. And it's always about going deeper instead of wider. And that's what this is about. But it's because because people are looking for deep connections and they're not no longer looking for just education. Remember, they want authenticity. They want genuineness. They don't want you to show up in an inauthentic way. They want you to be real. And they also want that feeling of support, emotional support, companionship. We're in this together. They want mutual respect. They want to feel just as seen, heard, and understood as you want to feel by them. So your business, let's go back to your business and think of your business as a hub, right? A hub of engagement and connection, as well as a hub of education and information. So think of your business as a circle, and then stemming out from the circle, you've got these lines, right? So we're, what is that called? Like a spider map? I don't know. You have a circle. The circle is your business. And you've got these lines coming out. One line is educating. One line is informing. So you've got the educating, which are like tips, tools, resources. Then you have the informing, informing people of their problems, informing people that there are solutions to problems, informing people of your programs, informing people, just informing people. So we have education, which is slightly different than information. So those are two things. But then you also have two other lines, engagement and connection slash belonging connection slash belonging, because remember, it's really belonging that people are looking for. Your business has to provide for all of that. So how is it providing for that? How is your business allowing, when it comes to your people, for you to provide education to your people, for you to provide information to your people, but for you to also provide opportunities for engagement, but the type of engagement that gives you what you need to create that belonging that comes from a deep, strong connection. Your business has to do all of that. It has to promote things. It has to inform. It has to educate. But it also needs to create meaningful interaction. I mean, if we go back to events for a minute, like, let's be honest, how many times have you heard people skip out on sessions so that they can spend time? with the other attendees. I mean, I do that. I think I even suggested to do that in my episode about attending PodFest and how to really navigate conferences, right? But when it comes to your business, when you're thinking about masterclasses, webinars, how they're conducted, you're thinking about pre-recorded videos or live stream videos, you're thinking about your newsletters, you're thinking about your promo posts, all of this stuff, how can within those places you allow for connection and conversing? with your people? How can you provide for interactivity? How can you provide an opportunity for those people to express their ideas, to ask questions, to collaborate with you, with each other? What can you do to foster deep, more authentic connections where everyone feels seen, everyone feels heard, everyone feels understood, right? And that 
feeling of belonging is expanded. Now, I do that on this podcast. Not everybody takes me up on it. Some people do, but I'm always like, send me, tell me your thoughts, record an audio, tell me about your business, tell me about something that you uh, implemented from my podcast, and I will share. I will share that. You want to hop on my podcast and have a conversation about it? Great, right? Like, even a podcast, which is me talking to you, can be a forum for interactivity. Your newsletters I was talking about through polls, through data collection, through uh, contests, through all kinds of things can be a way that you're going deeper. It can be interactive. It can create for real engagement that allows the people on the other end of your email to also feel seen, heard, and understood in a community, spotlighting members, doing things like that. So all of that. But let's also not forget opportunities for informal, spontaneous interactions. So we have things like, I'm having a masterclass. Now, I'm not having a masterclass, guys, but I am having something, and I will tell you about it here shortly. But you know, I'm having a masterclass, and it's on this date. I'm having an event, and it's on this date. And that's great. But don't forget with your own people opportunities for that informal, spontaneous interaction. So happy hours provide for that, a last-minute kind of social event, right? Something that's not so structured. It can be a virtual happy hour. It can be a real happy hour. Um, it can just be an informal, let's just get together, Q&A, like no planned agenda, something like that. Like, how are you also providing for that? And really, really the point of this, the point of this entire episode is just to say that businesses have a new goal, solo entrepreneurs especially, but businesses as a whole have a new goal. And it's to transform the way that a how we're in connection and communication with our people, how as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, we are communicating with our people, that it's not one-off occurrences. It's not, it, 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 I was just watching Manifest, guys, on TV, and I like, it's all connected. <laughs> if you haven't watched Manifest, I won't spoil it for you. I just watched the finale. Loved it. That's just truth. I loved it. But, you know, the, the whole theme of that show is it's all connected. Well, it's, I want you to see that here. It's kind of like I am in connection with my people through all of my touch points. So they can hear me. They can see me. How can I hear them and see them? How can I learn about them? How can I have a conversation with them? It's not just newsletter, 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 post, 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 event, 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 masterclass, 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 podcast episode, podcast episode. How are you using those and connecting those together? So it's just like a continuous flow of creating connection and community? And how are you providing for all of those things that I'm talking about to learn about your audience so that you have a real relationship with them? And I mean, again, I'll go back to the newsletter because this conversation with this person is so fresh in my mind. But for example, you could have a newsletter that's like, are you looking for, I I don't even know what, you guys know how I pick like, examples of things that I don't do. I don't even know where my brain was going. But it's like, are you looking to bake a cake? I don't I don't bake cakes. <laughs> I don't bake cakes. But are you looking to bake a cake? Well, here is a recipe and here are three tips and here is something that you can do. It's like that's great and that could be helpful for people. But like 
Are you providing opportunities for interactions? Like everyone submit your favorite recipe and I'm going to try them live on the air and then we're going to have a competition and we're going to pick the best one and the winner will get a prize, right? Like, or I'm going to showcase photos of my favorite creations based off of your recipes, giving you credits and shout outs. Or so we have that type of engagement where they can respond and then be featured and be highlighted. Are you allowing for them to guest write, guest write a column, a section? Um, do you have a spot like the There are ways like that. Are you allowing them to be seen? We're using the newsletter as the example here. But also, are you using the newsletter yourself to learn about them? Are you noticing what subject lines get opened and which ones don't? Are you noticing, are you putting opportunities for links, like clickable links in your newsletter, not just to like classes and things, although yes, but to other things that could tell you about your audience? Like if I put, oh, I have an article about productivity that I love and there's an article about sales that I love now it could be a blog post you wrote or whatever I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm freeform here guys <laughs> that's all I can say is I'm freeform here but you know people who click on the article about sales but they don't click on the article about productivity I'm now going to know they're not that interested in the article about productivity maybe there's a podcast episode that you heard and it's like if you share that and, and people click on it to go listen you know they're interested they're interested in that so like there is data collection through the interactions of what people click on and what people do within your newsletter. And in that way, you are also learning about them. But then are you taking that information and doing things with it to build that deeper relationship with the people that you're learning about? That's really what I want you to be thinking. It's instead of what else can I do? How can I do more with what I'm already doing? How can I use social media? I can't tell you how many people I ask like when they're like, well, Rita, I have all these followers, but I'm not getting a lot of engagement. And I'll say, okay, but out of your followers, how many people are you following back? And they're like, oh, not everybody. A few people. I'm like, okay, are you commenting on their stuff? Are you engaging authentically on their social media posts? Are you cheering them on? Are you spotlighting them? Are you sharing their stuff? Are you uh, like, what are you, what are you doing with that? Well, no, it's like, well, there's your opportunity. It's not what else can I do besides, let's say, Instagram. It's how can I go deeper with using Instagram to build real connections. So when you think about it's not just education anymore, it's not just information anymore, it has to be about creating an opportunity for emotional connection, that feeling of belonging, that feeling of really knowing each other, a feeling that kind of companionship level of connectedness. And it's also about being authentic and being real and being genuine. Being who you are, letting people feel who you are and not feeling any disconnect with that. So at every stage of your business, you have to think, how am I providing for unique opportunities to foster these types of connections, these types of experiences, these types of interactions? So by thoughtfully planning for it, you can create a more engaging and impactful business overall. You can create a better experience for your audience, which will lead to more dot, 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 more clients, more opportunities, more loyalty over the course of time. And the benefits from that obviously are very far-reaching. I mean, professional growth for everybody involved, personal satisfaction for everybody involved, and again, more loyalty towards you and your business, more success for you, but also for your clients and your community, a positive reputation, uh, catalysts for collaboration, which ultimately all of this 
just benefits the economy as a whole because we have industry growth, we have innovation, we have progress, right? The, the end of this, guys. I'm just going to be quiet here. But the, this was just a food for thought podcast. And I would love to know how you're doing this. So if you email me at Rita at Rita Mimi Do It, Remember, engagement, this is how we we have connectedness. I want to hear from you and know you guys as well. But I would love to know, do you feel like you do this well in your business? Do you feel like you provide opportunity? Do you feel like you know your newsletter subscribers? Do you feel like you know your followers? Do you feel like you know your community members? Where is it working? Where is it not? What questions do you have? What do you want to share? Tell me. I can't wait to hear all about it. But I just want to end by asking the right question again. The question that I want you to journal around, journal on, the food for thought is we know that the measure of success in connection isn't about are we connected, but are we connecting? It's not in how many, but in how deep. And that's what I want you to ask. How well am I doing that? How deep am I going with the relationships and the connections where I already have people, where my people already are. That's what I want for you to explore. And I can't wait to hear from you. We have so many incredible episodes, guys. I'm going to tell you about the thing that I told you I would tell you about. I'm excited about this. It's not, it is related to belonging. It is related to connectedness. It is related to going deeper, although not directly related. But on June 19th, Monday, June 19th, from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., I am having an open house. I am having an open house for my mastermind. It's called the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. I've been running this for years. It's full round after round after round after round, but so many people have said, Rita, I don't know what a mastermind is. I don't even know what one is. And so I, I said, let's have a session. I asked the members. I said, let's have a session. Most of the members of the round that's happening, they're going to be there. I said, let's just let people in and let's let people see what a mastermind is all about. So you could be passive. You could come to the open house and sit there and you can hear people get coached. You can hear all the features. You know, you can see it in action. What happens in a mastermind group? So not only will you see what happens, but you're going to learn from what you're hearing being shared, right? So that's going to happen. But I'm also giving a peek into what do I put into my mastermind group? Why do I add these features? Why am I providing the things that I am? It can help you when you're looking for a mastermind overall. It can help you if you're thinking about connecting you know, with a mastermind in the future. If you're trying to create a mastermind, it can help you. It can help you right now because you're going to get real time. You can also, like I said, you can be passive, but you can be active. You can get coaching. You can hear from the other members. You can learn from, you know, really high performing women in a variety of industries. I'll be there to coach you. You can bring, you know, your challenges. You're going to get to celebrate with us. Like it's going to be a way that you can immediately grow your business. You can immediately expand your network. So things that maybe weren't accessible to you, people, places, opportunities could be accessible. And in in addition, you're just going to learn, what's a mastermind? Is it right for me? Is it something I want? Do I want to create a mastermind? Like, it's just fun, open house, big prizes. Go to the link in the show notes. Check it all out. It's happening June 19th. But my whole purpose of that mastermind is belonging. And I think the members, I know that they will tell you that they feel so connected in that mastermind, and it has been a huge source of why their businesses have grown the way that they have. But they're going to explain how, and they're going to talk about how they do this 
in their business? How do they provide for these types of connections in a tangible way because it sounds so time intensive while still living their life, while still running a business, while still serving their clients? How are they utilizing all of their touch points to create these types of connected relationships, deep relationships that create a sense of belonging, a sense of a bigger connectedness to your business overall. I'm going to be quiet now. That's what's happening. And I'll catch you next week on another episode of Back to Community. I hope you feel inspired and ready to take action on building powerful connections and communities. Now it's time to spread the love and share this connection revolution with others. If you enjoyed today's episode, Snap a screenshot, share it, or post about it on social media and tag me, Rita Goodrow. I would absolutely love to see it. In fact, as a way of saying thank you, every month I select one person to win my community building resource bundle. This bundle is packed with tips, resources, and exercises to help you build and grow community. Let's get more people in on this adventure to elevate their business success through community and connection. And remember, we are all in this together. So let's continue the conversation in the Back to Community Facebook group. You'll find the link in the show notes. Until next time, keep connecting, keep growing, and let's get back to community.